Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. There are so many charity drives, um, and I guess they've kind of changed over the last couple of years with the GoFundMe's and the crowdsourcing um, to raise money for people. Like if you get beat up in a park and like somebody shatters your nose, there's a good chance that that the community will rally and give you fifty grand. <laughs> Yeah, it just seems that way. It's like if you fall off your bike. A, somebody will put up a GoFundMe page. Oh, yeah. Oh, this oh this dude tripped and stubbed his toe and hurt his, his wrist. Oh, geez. Oh, here, donate five bucks. And some of this stuff just gets shared around online. And mm-hmm. I don't know, once in a while, I'll get something pop up. And I'm like, I don't even know where this town is. Like, I, why would I donate? To, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I, I just, I don't. I don't care. It kind of depends on the on the situation. Like uh, like the GoFundMe's that are set up for you know because every fa- like every family you know is going to set up a GoFundMe when something happens that's unexpected, or whatever. But when it's like yeah. a a charity sort of thing, then, then you're maybe more inclined. Yeah, to maybe donate when it's something like that. So remember the guy that uh, gave me the rollerblades, Mike Bardsley. Yes. So he's a big cyclist and he's riding this Ducks Unlimited thing, riding his bike to Kenora. Okay. So I donated to that. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. There's walks. There's runs. You remember when? Uh, remember when we used to have to host stuff? No, not really. Hey, <laughs> that's a long time ago. I know. I used to every run and walk and Mickey Mouse bake sale and rinky dink event. Like I'd be there, you know, on the <clears throat> pardon me, um, you know, on the microphone. Like, yeah, hey, all right, and we're gonna get some donations. And you're, you know, you're basically uh, a glorified, um, like not an auctioneer, but what's like an MC. Yeah, you're just calling out numbers for prizes. Like, hey, 6425, congratulations, you want a T-shirt. Yeah. Right? I'm like, oh, that's how I'm giving up my Sunday. All good. Um, <laughs> but I just think of some of these some of these walks and runs. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll come back in full force. Maybe they won't. Um, I think they still will. Like, I know because of the pandemic, a lot of them have been doing, like, virtual walks sort of where yeah. you're supposed to still do your walking, but you can't do it all together at the park or whatever it is. Right. Like, lame. I went to the, uh, the Alzheimer's walk. I, that would have been two years ago now, I guess yeah. the walk for Alzheimer's, which was, and again, you raise money, you get a team, whatever. And then you all walk around the assembly park together. And it's just like a big event to raise money for all for, you know, that, that kind of thing. So, yeah. but I think, so I think they still will come back because mm-hmm. I think there's still, you know, people are going to want to gather for that kind of thing, I guess. But, yeah, I, I wonder, like, because remember the Terry Fox run probably five, six years ago, and I was on the board for it, and, like, they weren't even going to do it. And it was like, if if they didn't have a bunch of people step up that particular year, mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have come back, right? So, like, you wonder if, if charitable donations are way down in the dumps, like, mm, over the last, uh, over the last well, year or so. Think, sure, because, like, even, like, family income is probably down, yeah. too, right, during the pandemic? Could be. Um, so this story about this guy doing a, a fundraising event in Nebraska... And I just thought it was genius because you never see anything like it. The runs, the walks, the roller skates, the bikes, the whatever. Been there, done that. This guy raising money for charity. Um, he, he jumped out of a plane from 4,000 feet and skydived naked. <laughs> and he got people to spend money on that. A lot of people. A lot of people were donating to that. A lot of people wanted to see him uh, complete, uh, I think it was 25 jumps in, in 24 hours. Oh, okay. So it wasn't just one, it wasn't just one skydive. No. I was going to say, like, I mean, really, like, what is this guy doing? He's having fun and we're paying for it? Yeah. Right? Like, at least when you're, someone's biking across Canada or something, like, there's a lot of work that goes into that, goes into that right? Yeah, that yeah, guy's yeah. got to train and he's got to be fit and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's for a great, really good cause. If this guy was just doing one jump out of a plane, yeah. and I'm going to be naked. 
make it too. Woo! Yeah, Give yeah, me your money. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it goes up 4,000 feet and then it's just like you're looking up like, oh my God, is that a helicopter there? Guy's beanbag was like a parachute. Remember the story about the uh, woman in South Africa who uh, says she gave birth to 10 babies and then the dad was like, stop sending us money because I haven't seen my kids, seen yeah. the kids or seen her even. Yeah, that was a that was a GoFundMe page as well. Yeah, the whole community stepped up and donated a bunch. Yeah, they did. It was like 70,000 bucks yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so, what a bizarre story. Because at the beginning, the first time I read the story about the 10 babies and it was like, oh, geez, that seems like a lot. And then she disappeared. Um, which doesn't, it's normally the dad that disappears. Isn't it? <laughs> she disappeared and apparently gave birth. Yeah. But it's just weird. She just been, went off and, and gave birth to and the there 10 was, babies. Like, the, the authorities couldn't even track down the hospital or anything like that. Right. So there was no, no proof. Weird story. But there's she no was proof. huge. Like there's pictures of her pregnant. She's gigantic. Yeah. She has like arm braces to hold her up. I, I, I'm just, <laughs> I'm looking at the photos. It seems like her stomach was so large with the 10 babies. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That she needed sure. assistance to get that, around. That so why you would you, how would she make that up? You know, like that's, the, the yeah, dad that's was what like, I mean. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. So anyway, um, not really sure what the hell is going on with this couple. They can't seem to figure out their story because the husband's like, I haven't seen her. And then she just clapped back and said, uh, like I had the babies, I had the babies and everything's good. I just don't want to see him. Like he, he, what? she's basically saying that he, yeah, that he bounced out or something. So I like, I'm just trying to, so who, uh, the question is who's pocketed that money. Him or her? Oh, I don't know. Right? Doesn't it take a little bit of time for GoFundMe to release the funds? I don't think it was through GoFundMe specifically. Oh, it was, like it the, was just a community-driven like fundraiser. Okay, everyone yeah. in Pretoria, South Africa exactly. just got their shillings together. and They just dropped off cash in his mailbox. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, so he says she disappeared before giving birth, and he's never seen his 10 babies. The media hasn't seen photos of the no. 10 babies. You would think that she would try and capitalize on that for the publicity. Well, who did she speak out to? to? Well, this was in the New York Post. So I don't think she reached out from wherever she is and just called the New York Post. So I'm assuming somebody found her. Yeah, but nobody's seen the baby. That's what I'm saying. Like, this I, is still, like I still don't understand the story, man. It's crazy. Did she, did she actually have 10 babies or not? We need photos. Is she even real? I don't. I mean, she looks real in the photo, but dude, this is this is something for Jerry Springer. I don't even think Springer could sort this out. I don't no. even think Maury Povich. No, this is this is for uh, Steve. What's his name? Steve Wilkos. Steve Wilkos. The bodyguard. Steve. Steve. That's yeah. a job for Steve. Yeah. Send Steve in here. Figure out who's lying. The woman who allegedly gave birth to 10 babies. The husband who said that she disappeared with the 10 babies and has not seen his 10 babies. Or her who's coming back now and saying that he's the one that disappeared. And where's the money in all of this? I want to know who's got that money because it's a lot of money. Yeah. And her last name is Shithole or Sithole. Sithole, I think. Sithole. Sithole. <laughs> it's a great handle. <laughs> wow. We're just keeping you. Uh, More updates coming next week. I'm I can't sure wait. Of it. It's a big story. <laughs> man in the box. It's like my dad, the man in the box that I forgot under my bed. Oh, yes. Remember yes. when I left my dad's ashes behind in Ontario when I moved back? Yeah. Oh, man. Son of the year. He would have laughed and <laughs> laughed and chortled. He always told me that uh, he wanted to be um, a couple of things. Uh, one, 
just in the trunk of my car rolling around in an urn so that he didn't miss anything. Like mm-hmm. he was always like, you know, tagging along. Sure. Because he really didn't want to miss out. He had serious FOMO. And he also said, make sure you take a couple sprinkles of my ashes and throw them on your mom's floor to see if she still vacuums with OCD every day. Because <laughs> my parents got divorced when I was young. And I'll tell you, we're talking about uh, Father's Day uh, times when your dad got really mad. And it could be at you, could be at somebody else. You just saw your dad get fired right up. Because mm-hmm. um, my dad lived like hot. Like mm-hmm. he ran... 11 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And man, at one time I can remember. So like my parents got divorced when I was young, right? So my dad, you know, came to pick me up at the house or whatever. And my mom, he, my dad had just got a new truck and my mom was waving him to come to back in, to back into the, into the back driveway kind of thing. And she's going like this and she's pointing her hands. You know how when people are like, yeah, this way, this yeah, way. Yeah. She's, so little she's to the right, little to the left. Yeah, and she's pointing her hands and, and he's following her hand signals and not checking his mirrors because he was a terrible driver. And and just like ripped his mirror right off on the fence as oh, he gunned geez. it. And oh yeah, I just watched him like peel out of there, shooting rocks everywhere, like rear wheel drive, like <laughs> posy traction, just yeah. like shooting rocks everywhere. I'm like, bye dad. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't see him for three years after that. I'll tell did you, you crazy. did your parents get along after no, that? God no. no. no that Hated was... each other. <laughs> Terrible. Never talked. No. They didn't talk until I'm trying to, they, they didn't talk. Really? It was bad. Yeah. yeah they hated yeah, each other. Yeah. That happens sometimes. Still do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Way she goes. Way she goes. What are you going to do? Um, I just love these stories though, that are coming in seven, six, two, triple five. And uh, if you want to call us seven eighty city, seven eighty twenty four eighty four. Like I, I honestly have so many stories about my dad getting mad. We could fill an hour here. Oh yeah. My dad, my dad was kind of the same way because so my dad, as, as y'all know, he's a tr- he was a truck driver, loved, you know, the long haul trucking, that kind of, that was his thing. He likes being yeah. alone. He likes, you know, he likes the solitude. He doesn't want his kids bugging him. Right. But then when he had three kids, my mom told him, you you aren't going away like you got to stay home you got to get another another job so he worked uh 10 years working like a desk job and absolutely oh. hated it like just it wasn't for him you know like some the people, guy from office space just in his office he just absolutely hated that that thing so when my dad worked for those, those 10 years in the office job like bit of a different person his his fuse was a lot shorter <laughs> he was, his temper was a lot bigger and yeah. and he would snap at just the slightest of things and then once we kind of got older, then, you know, he was allowed to go back trucking, yeah. you know, and, and things happier. And yeah, things changed. He was much happier. But I could remember just all sorts of examples of where, you know, the 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 fuse would would just absolutely just cut right there. And, and he would like there were times where I'd be watching We'd be watching a game. I don't know, baseball, football, whatever it was. Right. And I and, you know, my dad, typical dad falls asleep watching sports oh, right? like yeah. every dad. Right. And I didn't know he was had fallen asleep. Something happened in the game. And I kind of gave him one of these like like a little <laughs> little a uh, little tap on the on the thigh and be like, oh, that was a bad play. Like just something to say like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe 14 years old. Yeah. And I gave him like, oh, man, before I could even finish what I had to say, smack like he woke up. <laughs> And smack me. He like, probably thought someone was breaking in. Well, I said to him, I was like, what are you, like, what are you doing? He's like, well, you don't wake up a sleeping man. I was like, well, I didn't know you were sleeping. Like, I'm your son. <laughs> you didn't hear him snoring? No. You didn't, you didn't see the drool all over the front no. of his Habs jersey? No. <laughs> um, yeah, my, my dad and I were in uh, upstate New York one time, just uh, on a little road trip. And I, like, we were adults. Like, I, you know, I was, I was an adult, obviously, like in my 20s. And we stopped at this uh, this little town called Auburn, New York, in the Finger Lakes area. And we had had a big day on the road. And Dad decided to go back and, and have a little snooze. And I decided to sneak out after dark and go to the bar and, and just kind of tootle around. And um, we had a, one of those 
like not hot tubs, but the, you know, the jet tubs, jacuzzi tub. Yeah. Jacuzzi. Yeah. Yeah. It had a koozie in it. And, um, I went over to the dollar store and I bought like three bottles of, of the bubble bath stuff and I dumped it in while he was sleeping and I turned the jets on like just to mess with them. We we're always like pulling pranks. Yeah. And when I came back from the bar at 2 a.m., I was just like, oh my God, the whole room had filled up with bubbles. And he's still sleeping? He's sleeping. And then when he woke up in the morning, now I don't even remember doing it because I was buckled. Like yeah. I came back, like, you know, whatever. And he like rolled, and I just hear like, the whole room, man, had filled up with these bubbles. Yeah. And it's like when you throw, um, you know, Tide, when you throw it in a fountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've all just, seen that before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that old bit. We're talking about uh, stories, uh, times when your dad got really mad at you. Um, I love this story from Steve. My dad was pissed when he found out I used to steal a Chevy Nova and jump the tracks on Wellington Crescent in the 80s or race it on Brady Road on Sunday nights. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. Can't steal dad's Chevy Nova. Come on, man. No? <laughs> um, how did dad not know? Like Anybody that's got a Chevy Nova, they, they usually have, it's like attached like an umbilical cord. You know, like it's like a part of you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, hey guys, it's Sarah Nick. Hey, one of our colleagues driving home from the lake. Mad dad stories. I stole lawn gnomes when I was a kid. My dad found out. He was so mad at me. Made me write letters apologizing. That's the worst. The it worst kind me, of uh, punishment, right? Oh, the apology? The, you got, that's it. You're going to write an apology. My son had to do one. I had to make him do one yesterday. Ah, see? So you're carrying it on. Yeah. You make your kid hey. an apology. Your kid came in right. One of the perks of being a dad. <laughs> Oh, her dad. Uh, Sarah said, "Oh, my dad made me smoke weed in the garden. Hilarious times. Oops, uh, made me weed the garden, not smoke weed." <laughs> oh, I added a word there. Um, here you go, seven six two triple five to text. By the way, and if you want to call us seven eighty city seven eighty twenty four eighty four, a few submissions here. My dad had asked my siblings to bring wood in for the fire in the morning, and they didn't do it. And it was like ten p.m., and they were arguing about who has to go. My dad was trying to sleep. But all he heard was arguing. He got out of bed, stormed downstairs, grabbed him by the shirts, put him outside, and locked him out. He yelled through the door that they cannot come home and come inside until both of them bring wood in and stop arguing. Like that. You know what my dad hated was telemarketers. I would call. Oh, yeah. Especially during dinner time or something. He'd always have the lines like, I don't call you during dinner. Or one time. That's a dad line if I've ever heard one. One time all he did was he took the phone and like (laughs) before they could even say anything, he just started smacking like the receiver against like the counter. (laughs) And I was like, dad, like, like, who was that? He's like, I don't know, but they sure got an earful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, this is uh, crazy uh, because I know this kind of story. Texter 915 said, you've never seen a dad lose it. Like when you're an hour out of town playing hockey and forget a skate. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is the worst. And then and then your dad's got to go around to the other locker rooms and be like, hey, like, can <laughs> we got extra skates. Yeah, exactly. Can I borrow your somebody else's skates for no the game? Dad wants to do that. It's embarrassing. Go to the other team's locker room. No, exactly. Yeah. It's weird. It smells different. And anyway, we'll take some more here. And uh, yeah, you know what? If you want to leave us a message on the bone phone too, 780 bone, 780, 2663. Surely the bone phone's got to be better today than it was yesterday. Man, what a tire fire that was. This morning I uh, found out that I have um, an illness or like a, what would you call that? Call what? Like a disability, my foot. Well, you said you have a bruised foot and you showed yeah. it to me and there's no bruise. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know, but I WebMD'd it and it says that I've got like gonorrhea. <laughs> I don't what did you WebMD? There's nothing to WebMD. Your foot hurts. <laughs> I know. There's, and no, there's no physical marking on your foot. came up. 
Yesterday we got talking about soccer. This Euro Cup is on, this Euro Trash Cup. Um, I'm not a big soccer guy, despite the fact that I won Coach of the Year um, with the Timbits in Lincoln, Ontario, circa uh, 2015, I think, 2016 maybe. Um, Still got that medallion? No. Um, Yeah, so I've coached soccer before. I played soccer. I was a city champion, I'll have you know. Okay. Winnipeg School Division number one. Look it up. Goaltender. Goaltender. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's the people they put in, they put goaltenders who can't play the sport. Whoa, <laughs> buddy, are you kidding me? It's like having a fifth defenseman out there. No, it's not. It's yeah. just a guessing game. You have no idea where the ball's going. No, but when you're in grade six <laughs> playing for the Robert H. Smith, we didn't even have a team names. Um, when you're when you're playing soccer at that age, the net's not that big. <laughs> City champs, bro. Okay, buddy. Book it. So I, I played a little bit of soccer, you know, pretty high level city champion, you know, coached, uh, coached the cherry sticks, uh, Timbit soccer. So I'm a big soccer guy, as you know. So yesterday we, uh, basically you, you admitted that you don't know anything about soccer. I did. And so we like to play a game on the show called TJ knows nothing <laughs> where TJ admits to not knowing anything. And then I yeah. get to quiz him on things that he already knows he doesn't know. And it's just yeah. basically a way for me to make fun of him. Yeah. And yeah. You, you can too. Chime in seven, six, two, triple five. Cause uh, I, I'm, I'm not really a soccer guy. I, I picked new Macedonia or North Macedonia to win this tournament. So yeah. um, again, I know nothing. So I got some questions here, TJ. Okay. Soccer related, all of them. Soccer related, all of them. Okay. okay. Um, let's start. Uh, okay. I'm going to start with what I think are maybe easier questions. Sure. Start we'll off. How, for, yeah. Work we'll, your way up. We'll see how you go. How it's you like do. the New York Times crossword puzzle. Monday's always easier than Friday. What happens when the ball goes out of play by one team? Uh, you throw, uh, throw in. Ah, throw in. That's yeah. correct. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. There you go. Here we go, team. North Macedonia. Okay. How many how many blows of the whistle does the referee give to signify the end of the game? Three. It is it three. Is it? It's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. All right. What is the... Okay, this is multiple choice. All right. What is the official motto for FIFA? Is it for soccer forever? For the game, for the world? For the players, for the fans? Or the game lives on? The world one. It is for yes. the world. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it is. A, it's a world. It's the biggest game in the in the world because basically wow. you can play with no shoes and a rock. <laughs> Call it soccer. Three for three. Okay. Who won the FIFA World Cup in 1994? Uh, oh, the 1994 <laughs> uh, FIFA World Cup was held in Los Angeles at the Rose Bowl. Oh, my God. And it was Brazil. It was, it was Brazil. Brazil. It was Brazil. Brazil. Viva Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the most expensive player to be transferred in soccer history? Multiple choice. Okay. Most expensive player to yeah, be transferred. Yeah, it's got to be Messi or Ronaldo. Oh, man. Your choices are Zinedine Zidane. Oh. David too. Beckham. No. Cristiano Ronaldo. Or Ronaldinho. Oh, now I'm... Oh, Ronaldinho. I got to go Ronaldo. It has to be. It's Ronaldo. It's got to be. Yeah, that guy's... I mean... That guy's a legend. Oh. He, he cost Coca-Cola $4 billion. He did, just the other day. Okay, so am I a big soccer guy or what? What is the appropriate level of ball pressure? Oh, how many pounds? Um, pounds per square inch. Yeah, PSIs. Uh, uh, oh, shoot. Um, between what? Between what? Okay, between uh, <laughs> six and nine. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. What? It's between eight and a half and 16 and a half pounds per square inch. Well, six and nine has eight <laughs> yeah, in the middle. Six is also before. Before I said eight. sixteen. No, you <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. 
And your final question. Okay, here we go. Okay, Big soccer guy. TJ knows I'm gonna, nothing. I'm going to hold up a flag. Okay? okay. Yeah, yeah. You tell me. Oh, no. What country is this? That's North Macedonia. It's North Macedonia. That's North Macedonia. I'm a big North Macedonia guy. <laughs> Viva North Macedonia. TJ knows nothing. TJ knows everything about soccer. Oh, my gosh. I'm TJ. That's Turnbull. Always easy to smile on a Friday. Hey, pal. Yeah, except I think you would hate this. Why? Uh, you would. Well, because you're not like the. Hmm, how do I say this nicely? Mm-hmm. I guess I can't. You're not like the nicest guy. Like, wow. you know, just. <laughs> You're kind of a, you're kind of a, especially in the morning, you're kind of a miserable sort of, you know, grump. Okay. Right? All right. <laughs> As you get upset. I'm pissed. So imagine now, imagine I'm already now. pissed. I, I didn't, I didn't win the uh, soccer challenge. TJ right. knows nothing. So, exactly. Yeah. I'm in a bad mood now. I'm surly. Exactly. And like, I mean, granted it's early when you get, when you get here, it's middle of the night, you yeah. know, you're just like, no one's really excited to, you know, have to start get the work day. Get up at 3.45? No. No, Exactly. No, I'm not like stoked about it. Like I'm not like woo. Right. So imagine but. now, in order to get in the building, you had mm. to smile. Mm. Okay. So there's, you know, how we have a little fob cards. To yeah, get like in the, the building the swipe card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. swipe card. So uh, Canon, Canon, big uh, company that make cameras. They I've make, heard uh, of them. Printers. Yeah. I, printers. I bought a, I bought a, a sixty-nine dollar nice uh, printer at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, sixty nine ninety nine for a Canon printer. I thought that's a pretty good brand. Perfect. Yeah. So what they've done in all of their uh, facilities. Is in order to get in, it's not just a swipe card. It's a facial recognition. Mm. But this specific facial recognition, you have to be smiling oh. in order to get in. Because they want to encourage happiness and positivity throughout the day. And they say if you're smiling when you come in, you're going to keep that smile on your face throughout the rest of the work day. Wow. A bunch of corporate bigwigs sat around the table and was like, here, we're so bad at our jobs. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to make everybody be exactly. happy. You know what would make people smile? If you paid them a better wage <laughs> yeah. and gave them better hours and more holiday right? and didn't have a bunch of no. bozos running the ship. No, none of that's going to work. Make them smile when they come in. Force them to smile. Force them to smile. So you have to walk up to this facial recognition screen and go, jeez. But is that a fake smile? Can you do the fake smile? Because like it's not genuine then. It's like, oh, That's okay, I can fake question. a smile. I mean, good question. You know, I can fake a smile when I when I walk around. I'll okay. Be like, oh, jeez. Oh, okay. Can't wait to get in the dumper. Okay. So let's let's uh, let's take it up a notch then. Okay. In order to make sure that you're happy, mm-hmm. right? What if instead they just had this guy? His job was to tickle you. Okay. Oh, a tickler. Like, hey, man, (laughs) corporations pay people for dumber things. Right? So this guy just stands at the facial recognition booth to make sure that you're genuinely smiling. And all he does is go. He's standing there going ticket, 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 ticket. Yeah. To a grown to a grown up. (laughs) To a grown up to make sure. But the only thing is HR is not going to like that because you can't go ticket, ticket, ticket. Right. Keep it above the belt and we're good. <laughs> well, now go below the bell and you want me smiling all day. You want a genuine smile on my face. Happy Father's Day weekend. I hope you get an opportunity to uh, have some time with your kids, you know, maybe uh, go fishing. Do dads still take their kids fishing? Sure they do. You bet they do. Sure they do. Take your kid rollerblading. That's what you're going to do, eh? I sure any excuse hope so. to get you out on those sleigh blades. Anything I can do to enjoy myself on eight wheels. <laughs> <laughs> it's 731. So I've told you this before. 
Um, obviously, uh, Mr. Deeds, the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, you've told me that before. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Deeds, uh, my favorite movie, and a lot of reasons why. I like the uh, the good deeds that uh, Adam Sandler, you know, pulls off in that. I like doing good deeds. Okay. Right. Um, Mr. Deeds, though, he just had this this way about him. Okay. He was just a a friendly guy and. Uh, as Turnbull describes me, I'm also a very friendly guy and, and very nice and, and polite and kind. Uh, but Mr. Deeds, man, that guy slapped. And and what I really fell in love with um, in that movie was the fact that he would write greeting cards. He would. Yeah. Yeah. And that was his thing. His goal was to get picked up by Hallmark. Yes. And and quite frankly, I shared that same dream. I shared that <laughs> vision. And I have... Uh, well, I've written some uh, cards, you know, some greeting cards. Unfortunately, none of mine have stuck yet. Um, I've been submitting to Hallmark and, and Carlton uh, all along the way, but nothing back yet other than big old red rejection letters. Now, as I always tell my kid, you know, we never give up in this family. So I'm going to keep writing these greeting cards. Okay, well, let's see what you got. All right. These are some of my rejected Hallmark Father's Day cards. Dad, you told me everything I need to grow into a man. Work hard, you said. Be honest, too. But first, go plunge the can. <laughs> That's not bad. Okay, it's all right. Right? It's all right, yeah. Send the kid up there. Okay, sure. Dad, Dad goes and plugs up the toilet. You send the kid in there to clean out the old American standard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dads can be a lot of things, like friends and guides and teachers, and they can be very hard to explain when they film beneath the bleachers. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? What's happening with this dad? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why Hallmark <laughs> sent that one back, honestly. I thought that was pretty good. Rhyming teachers and bleachers. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> Dad, you taught me how to hammer. You taught me how to saw. You taught me how to change the oil. And that time I caught you in a bra. Happy Father's Day. Are these very personal uh, Father's Day cards? <laughs> <laughs> uh, very personal, in fact. Okay, well, I guess I'll... I'll wrap this up. Okay. Here. Last okay. one. Yeah. The, all right. These have all been sent back by Hallmark. I can't believe it. Really? I know. Yeah. These ones might end up on Dollarama shelves. <laughs> okay. More greeting cards. Dad, when I think of all the great times we had, I draw a blank. Thanks for leaving when I was two. <laughs> by the way, the boat on this card floats my tears. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. So 10 years ago today. Something happened. A monumental event. I think it was yesterday, actually. What? Ten years ago? What you're going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? <laughs> this is it the big riot? What big riot? <laughs> Tell me more. The big riot in Vancouver. Ah, yes. the big riot in Vancouver. The win or lose, the Canucks didn't matter. They were going to riot that day. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a foregone conclusion that there was going to be a riot. Oh, yeah, they decided well in advance mm-hmm. that they were going to uh, 
they were going to riot there. Yeah, but you know what? That's funny because that's not what I was going to oh. say. <laughs> Ten years ago today, oh, the world was introduced to. Oh, yeah, bitches. Uh, Ten years ago only? Ten years ago, man. I feel like... Really? I thought I thought this was older than that. I see my friends. She's like, uh, like actually, like... Kind of hot? <laughs> now? <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. She's like trying to make a career out of this like singing thing. Friday, like she just came with a new Friday, song like last week. Gotta get down on Friday. Okay, so that that changed the game. That that song. Crazy man. Remember that chick? Uh, Rebecca Black was her name. Yeah. Um, that was insane. I don't know if you remember when that came out. I was working on the radio and I remember making fun of that song for like way too long. Well, and then it grew on me because it just, it was so stupid. It kind of came out of nowhere too, right? Like it was just all of a sudden this song got thrown at us and it was the stupidest really written song that I've ever, like the, the words are just terrible. Like yeah, weird. The, the, the lyrics, the lyrics. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when you, when you look up the lyrics to Friday, I mean, Friday, Friday, Got to get down on Friday. Um, you know, something about hopping in the backseat, something about eating cereal with her friends. Like, okay, 7 a.m. waking up in the morning. Got to be fresh. Got to go downstairs. Got to have my bowl. Got to have cereal. Seeing everything, the time is going. Yeah, like it's just poorly written. Ticking on and on. Everybody's rushing. Got to get down to the bus stop. Got to catch my bus. I see my friends there. Because it's Friday. <laughs> what was the, like, the thing about this? Like, Yeah, so the story was, basically, she's a rich kid, and her mom sent her to some boot camp for kids with no friends or something. Um, so she had to go to this, you know, it was like a studio type thing, you know, like an artsy whatever. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she had like one friend. Apparently from the music video, she had three in the car, but they still made her sit in the back. <laughs> um, so Rebecca Black's mom paid four grand to this company to basically produce a video, come up with a song. It's how she spent her summer, like coming up with this, with this garbage. <laughs> but, but then, um, <laughs> but I mean, this I mean, it's song, catchy. It's catchy. Oh, no they, they took it to like, it, it got onto all the late night shows, right? So late night shows are making fun of it. And this is around the time, like 10 years ago, Facebook's heating, right? Like Facebook's smoking hot. Twitter is just getting some gas. You know, um, man, MySpace, is, this thing's getting shares. Here's a story for you. Okay. 2012, December 23rd. Yeah, big even, day. Even Steven and the Believin' doing Your a man. show at the old Dylan O'Connor's on Portage. Yep. Friday night, guess what song we busted out? The crowd loved it. Oh yeah. Oh man. Um, I just I, I'm 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 impressed that she has been able to uh, to still stick around because I know, you know, like as far as being in the, in the spotlight, I don't think she's like famous or anything. But she's still um, making a go at it, though. She's still making a go. She had to actually leave school back in that when that song came out. She got bullied. Well, man. like if she didn't get bullied before, man, she. Uh, this is her. Oh. Oh, yeah. 
Like uh. she's like See, like now she's trying to be a real artist. So, like, yeah. I want to hear a song about Monday. I want to hear a song about Tuesday. What happened after Friday? Yeah, exactly. What, yeah. what, what, did, what, what did, did you do on Saturday? What did she do? Is there nothing in the song that acknowledges what she did? I don't. She's know just that looking well. forward to the weekend. Yeah, because the song ends with partying, partying, yeah, partying, partying, yeah, fun, fun, fun. Looking forward to the weekend, seven forty-five. Like it's not even eight o'clock in the morning, and this chick is like into it. Yeah, this was you know to the time. It's 747 right now. Almost to the time, 10 years ago, we got introduced to this song. Rebecca Black was just getting in the car with her friends Friday, 10 Friday, years ago today. Wow, and the world's a better place for it. Is it? Oh, yeah. Is it, though? Oh, absolutely. That song bops, man. The Bone Phone. On Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. <laughs> Good morning. Lando here again. Just got a question for TJ. TJ, do you have your underwear on this morning? You better check. Have a good day, guys. It's a weird question to ask somebody. Yeah, what's it to you, bro? Yeah, why are you interested, you weirdo? You want to buy them? <laughs> God. Oh, man. we. <laughs> I was in Japan like, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago, and I was walking <laughs> downtown Sapporo, and I saw like they had beer in vending machines mm-hmm. and then right beside there were panties for sale yeah you said you mentioned oh, that I to, I've told yeah. You that? Yeah. yeah 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 you just put in like 50 yen and <clears throat> i went broke pretty quick i mean <laughs> well, from the beer vending machine all these new bridges that have gone up and new stretches of highway being done in the last two years are like breaking apart that's that's awesome work guys keep up the work Keep you guys uh, in steady work anyways. Yeah. We need more bridges. As I mentioned early on this morning, need more bridges, more overpasses, underpasses, just passes in general. (laughs) PJ, this one's for you. Ronaldo plays for Spain when it's not the World Cup or the Euro Cup. Okay? Now he's playing for Portugal. Greatest player in the (laughs) world. Just to let you know. Later. He can't get traded. I think he plays for a club team in Spain. Like Barcelona, maybe. I have. I don't. I don't. That doesn't make any sense. He can't play for Spain at other tournaments. That's just that doesn't make sense. You can't. If you're from one one country, that's your nationality. That's the nation that you play for. You can't like a Canadian guy can't just go get traded to Team Sweden because he got cut from the Olympic team in Canada. I mean, I mean, unless there's like some like dual citizenship. No, who does look that up? He's born in Portugal. Yeah, so he's Portuguese. He's Portuguesa. uh, I'm looking here. It doesn't say anything about. No, he plays maybe in Barcelona, maybe a club team. Right. Is that who he plays for right I, now? I don't know. I'm he gets to... traded around a little bit. He gets traded to Spain. Yeah, that doesn't happen. You can't. You, that doesn't happen. Rui, you don't yeah. know what you're talking about, pal. You guys are talking about uh, Throwback Thursdays. How about uh, Big League Chew and the Chip Witch? It's an ice cream sandwich. Okay, guys. Big League Chew. Oh, I love that stuff. And the Chip Witch. You know what? There was that other one, Bubble Tape. Bubble tape, I used to like. I Billy yeah. chewed and, and uh, oh, eat a lot the grape flavor. I love that. And you put I under your, under your lip. Yeah, I do a couple lippers. Yeah, and then just chew on it all day, and sound really cool doing it. So the city put up no parking signs on my street between the hours of eight and five for the last week, and nothing's happened <laughs> since when did the city turn into the cable company Whoa. oh we'll come over to your place between eight and five between the hours of eight and five and 
the month of June or July. <laughs> Get it right, assholes. Whoa, that would suck. <laughs> that is pretty funny, though. That'd be a good. That'd be a good prank. You know, even just to take some of those signs and just put, put them, them up in, in the neighborhood. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good joke. Big joke. So on TV, planes full of stampedes of antelope, like a million of them, and then the black clouds, locusts. That guy big league chewing his mouth. Is that what's happening there? When we were about 11, we were uh, ripping around in a little K car in reverse, doing donuts in the driveway. We'd drive all the way down the quarter quarter mile driveway. And one time we got stuck at the end of the driveway on the provincial highway. So, yeah, let's just say I never wanted to do that again. Man, I like that. Uh, the old underage driving. Oh, yeah, everybody did it. Dad never liked that. We, uh, my dad had a buddy who lives out in, uh, <clears throat> like near Marshan, Manitoba, big, big property over big, there. Big he town. To, he used to have a bunch of just like old rundown cars and we'd take them for spin and I crashed one into a tree and my dad had to buy it. He wasn't very happy with me. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and the guy just had, he had a junkyard going on <laughs> in his house. Yeah. Just a bunch of old cars. We used to drive That would have been pretty sweet. It was. Um, when I was, uh, trying to think, do you remember the first time you drove? Like I'm, I'm thinking, I probably did like yeah, yeah like nine ten. Like I, I know it sounds crazy, but yeah, like it was at the farm. Yeah, and I was like, what, what are you gonna do? Hit a cow? Ooh. I mean, yeah, I well, guess, I hit a tree, so yeah. yeah. I guess that's yeah. exactly what happened. My dad yeah. had to buy the car. There's <laughs> a giant field over there, son. Yeah. As he pointed out to you, how did you manage to hit yeah. the one tree no, in the, no, of the field? Wooded area. Mm, yeah. I, uh, I I drove this girl. Um, what was her name? Chelsea Badger. She had this white Chrysler LeBaron, and the song by Cake was really hot at the time. I was about thirteen maybe 14 and she ran in to buy us slurpees at 7-eleven on niagara and i hopped in the driver's seat and we drove it around the block and my buddy actually lived on niagara my buddy trevor hagan and he like looked he's like what are you guys doing driving we're like nothing man just out for a joyride bro that was so cool and then we came around the block uh, up the other side or whatever like waterloo maybe and as i was turning in the parking lot boop, just like <laughs> what hit a park car oh there you go and i hit a minivan <laughs> the guy was like in the minivan and i'm like oh no and i went to apologize and then i looked at him and he was just like mad at life because he was a grown man in a minivan so he, <laughs> he had already given up at that point so really like don't worry about it kid yeah keep it going keep it moving moving along hey, so i'm the guy who called last week there saying the phone phone was like uh, i'll call i'll call anonymous except they all got back on booze well what the f- was that today holy like that was insane like i you know stand by my statements like also if you give a voice to like everyone it just seems like some of the some of the people with the weirdest voices call in and or you know share their voice which is why twitter kind of sucks the bone phone call 204-780-2663 winnipeg's rock station Winnipeg Blue Bombers, they are going to be resuming action uh, August the 5th, I guess. Yeah, first, uh, they're going to be the first game of the new season. A Great Cup rematch against Hamilton. Oh, yeah, I was, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's right. We won the Great Cup the last time we were out, and it's a, a home game against Hamilton. Uh, man, I got to say, I was actually just talking to somebody yesterday who's moving to Calgary, and... I was saying how great of a time we had at Grey Cup. It's still so much fun. I have had a lot of good times in my life. I've been very lucky. I, I've done cool things, hung out with awesome people, traveled a bit, 
I got to say that three day period that we were crammed, you know, into that stadium in Calgary and the bars were packed and that could be one of the best weekends of my life. If you've never been to a great cup, like even when they're hosted here in, in the city, like you've got to check it out because the the whole week leading up to the game is so much fun. They have got, you know, the convention center, they're hosting parties every night. Every bar is just like hopping and it's such a fun time. Everybody is so happy. You get people from all across the country that come out. It's just a really, really fun week. Yeah. We were there, we were there uh, Friday to Monday. We went. Yeah. Because well, we did our show live from the uh, HSC dream home. That's right. And we did Friday the show morning. with Milt Stiegel. Yeah. And I happen to be on the same flight as Milt Stiegel. Not a big deal. Got him into the Air Canada Lounge. Had a couple of cocktails. I did. Milt didn't. His body's a temple. Mm-hmm. Mine, on the other hand, was just like... What's, what's what's the opposite of temple? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my body was worshiping the devil that weekend yeah. and uh, hated me for about a week afterwards. Um, but yeah, uh, great cup, great time, big rematch. Tie Cats in town August the fifth, and are, are like, are there, there going to be fans there? We don't. There will be fans. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah there will there will be fans. Yeah. It's going to be. I think uh, like it's obviously not going to be full. Like Five thousand. What was the stadium seat? Thirty three thousand. Yeah, they haven't announced exactly what they're going to do just yet, but it's going to be like season ticket holders obviously get first dibs at uh, at the seats. But there will be fans because that was the, it was contingent on there being fans allowed in stadiums. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there would be no season again. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what are the Argos going to do then? Well, the, the same five people will show up that have been showing oh, okay, up for years. Yeah, because I was going to say that's yeah. a place to go catch a game. Because then the Bombers play a home and home with the Argos um, after that, and then uh, yeah, it's it, I don't know, it's it's exciting. It, it feels almost surreal that we're talking well, it, about football coming back. It does, back. man. It's been like it's been a long time since there's football, Canadian football, on uh, you know happening. Yeah, and and I think also because there was the conversation that had been had that you know there was a chance that the league. Potentially doesn't doesn't come back. Yeah, you know if they don't play this year, do they come back next year? And then there's all the talk about the XFL merger and all oh, that yeah. kind of stuff too. So Where, where's know. that at? Or is, is it's that still in, it's yeah still in discussion? Well, well, the Blue Bombers uh, made a big announcement, Turnbull, and this one uh, caters to you and your uh, advanced palate. <laughs> if you like uh, local beer, which craft beer, up, I'm going to be honest. I kind of like it's about time that they kind of latched onto this because yeah, the gold eyes have been doing it for doing years. It, yeah. With the craft beer corner, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, bombers have teamed up with, uh, Brazen hall brewing company and trans Canada brewing company. What about all the other ones? And, uh, well, just, you know, let's okay. start with these two. All right. At least they're doing something. All right. Just saying torch uh, pretty good too. So, Stone you know, Angel. instead of just drinking and not, not like it's terrible beer, <laughs> Molson Coors, but it's, you know, instead of just being limited to, a couple of Molsons at the game. Mm-hmm. And you get a couple of uh, local brewers. The Open Tech on 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. For Prairie Summit Shop Winnipeg. Shop and save on Father's Day gifts and get dad geared up for adventure. 762 Yeah, Father's Day. Got a shout out here. You got a shout out for your dad? Cool. Send us a quick text. Uh, this one says, want to give a shout out to my dad. He's cool. Larry Sawchuck is the man. Larry Sawchuck, not to be confused with Terry. No, <laughs> Terry's <laughs> probably related though. He's friends with Jerry Sawchuck and Barry Sawchuck and all the Sawchucks. That's honestly Larry Sawchuck could be the most Winnipeg name. Like Lawrence Sawchuck, gotta be. There's gotta be at least forty of them in the phone book. Is it pronounced controversy or controversy? Controversy. Contro? Contra. 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 I prefer the old Peter Warren. Controversy. Yeah. 
It's a controversy. There's going to be a protest. There's a controversy. He was a beauty. Whatever happened to that guy? I think he went to Vancouver for He's a while. He's still living in BC, I think. Is he? I think so. Peter Warren on the action line. Yeah. My grandparents used to listen to that guy rant and rave, and I loved it. Oh, yeah. That's the OB was always on my grandparents' house. Oh. Never off. Yeah. Ever got Tabasco sauce in your eyes? Ah, uh, yes, I have. And? Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. I, I was at, uh, I think I've told this story before. I was at the Big A one time. <laughs> and uh, I like my face was just burning. And I was I was talking to my friend. And I was like, his face was burning too. And we were talking about it right at the Is bar. pepper spray? No, the bartender said, yeah, somebody had broken a bottle of Tabasco sauce earlier. Oh. And it was all over the bar top. So if you put your hand on the bar or top the when you're ordering. Even, yeah. And then you're touching your face, whatever. And like burning, burning. It's you know awful. What? Back in those days, you sure didn't have COVID flying around. You That's could, right. Back in the day when you could touch your face with Tabasco, the only thing that would happen is you'd cry a little bit. That's right. But uh, remember when I, I, I always do this with jalapenos or anytime I cut hot peppers and I like touch parts of my body, sometimes for pleasure. <laughs> I like that. I like oh, the yeah. pain. Oh, yeah. The slow burn. The burn. The itch. I love it all. <laughs> Shout out to Marshan Manitoba. Yeah, Marshan. I spent a lot of time just outside Marshan, Manitoba, my dad's buddy's land. 159 acres. Wow. Yeah. What a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of acres. Does he have a uh, ride-on mower? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> kind of a putz is going to mow their lawn with a push mower. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got lots of time on your hands. You know, you could probably... Get that done a, in four uh, days. You had a skeet shooting uh, thing too up oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. You go out there and do the skeet shooting booby. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Shout out to all those stepdads who have stepped up to take care of kids whose dads went for smokes and never came back. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, shout out that. to some moms who played the role of dads. That's right. Uncles who stepped up and took the role. All of you guys and girls. Good for you. You're awesome. Oh, it looks like the RCMP got their man. Yeah, they did. Mountie always gets his man. It's You know what it was? Because he heard I was coming out this weekend to the White Show. No, somebody else texted in 762-555 and said, uh, put the Sherlock gear away. The guy's in Belleville. Yeah, that's a long ways away. That is. That's past Toronto, is I'll, it not? I'll be, yeah, between uh, Toronto and Kingston. Jeez. Yeah, right on the 401. Man, he got there quick. Yeah, right at the base of Highway 37. Right by Trent, where the big military base is. Shout out to all the machinists and welders out there. Okay. All right. Shout out. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you take or do you make, bro? Ever try La Shop beer? No. What's that? Winnipeg Brood. Winnipeg Brood. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Never heard of that either. Oh, they're popping up all over the place. Best restaurant in a food court. Oh, it got to be the walk. Manchu walk. Manchus? Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. I used to like Sbarro as a kid. I don't used to make that me one. feel like I was in New York City. What was it? Sbarro. Sbarro? It, it, they had a really huge pieces of pizza. Oh, yeah. God awful, but. Uh... Oh, shout out to TJ and Turnbull for being cool dudes. Godspeed, my friends. Godspeed. I always think of the uh, Rock of Ages soundtrack. Well, I saw the musical first, and then uh, the movie came out. And I believe it was Tom Cruise that was in that. He starred as the... I never uh, saw that. Oh, you'd like it. Yeah, I never did. No, I think you would. I mean, you're a music guy. You know, you, you sing along to all the tunes. I do. You know all the, um, you know, that 80s power pop genre, 
I mean, your band performs them. Mm-hmm. The power, yeah. By the way, have you guys been? Uh, mm-hmm. Have you guys been practicing? No, we haven't been really. able to. Yeah. yeah, you can't even practice. We haven't been able to do anything. They're your brothers. Mm-hmm. You're right. So <laughs> that's fact. But now that you can go, <laughs> we don't and, live together though. <laughs> I know, but same last name. <laughs> the COVID police came over. <laughs> well, we still all live at home. Yeah, but uh, you guys. Um, yeah, I think you guys should get together for a little outdoor practice this weekend. Because you know what's going to happen. What? July 1st, Rule's going to chill out, I think. Mm-hmm. August 1st, Rule's, what Rule's? You know, mm-hmm. the next thing you know, you could be playing on August the 5th on a trailer outside Investors Group Field before the Winnipeg Blue Bombers home opener. I don't think we'd want to do that. Whoa! <laughs> I think we'd want big to league in the trailer and no. the tailgate. No, you, you've seen our band play. We're not that kind of a band. We're a band where we want to play like like bars and socials where everyone's just hammered and fist bumping. Yeah, I guess we're not like a band that wants to like, hey, everyone gather around this trailer outside the bomber game. Woo! Yeah, but also everyone's <laughs> hammered there too. I was just thinking. I don't know. I'm trying to find you gigs, man. That's I know okay. it's, it's been a tough couple of years for even Stephen it. and the Believer. Yeah, you know, it sure has been. I haven't made a dime since. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. <laughs> and for good reason. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what, what's going on this weekend then? Man? Father's Day, man. Yeah, but yeah, I know. But you're oh, you're gonna go see Big Jim. We're uh, yeah, we're getting together at my brother's place in uh, in Whitemouth. What'd you get me? Uh, nothing. Oh. You're not my dad, actually. Ah, then why do you call me daddy? <laughs> Get those dad jokes ready. God. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should play the Friday sucking on chili dog song. Yes, because eh? it is Friday it after is. all. It's Friday. Friday. Cool. Are you guys going to learn this song, though, your band, even Steven and the Believin? Only this version, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the real version. The real version sucks. No, just get everybody like, oh, they hear those first chords. Like, oh, we know this song. And then yeah. just bust into this and just, lyrics. Yeah, this song gets you in the Friday mood. It really does. I was thinking I was maybe going to stop off. Uh, I, was, I was out in St. Andrews yesterday. I uh, golfed at Larder's. Great course. Um, shot really well, too. Humble break. <laughs> I was gonna say I want to stop at that Half Moon Drive-in. It's been years. Man, it's been it's been. Uh, long I never time. think to go out there because no. I remember last year during COVID, all the lineups. Yes. I was like, I don't wait in no lineup for a chili dog. No, and it's a trek to just go out there just for a chili dog, you know? Yeah. It's a long way to go just for a little suck on a chili dog. <laughs> chili dog. Have a great weekend, and with any luck, we'll be back on Monday. Arena TJ and Turnbow will be back on Monday on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.